Welcome to the Finding Freedom with Food podcast. I'm Cindy Fox, certified intuitive eating counselor, coach, and registered health professional. If you've spent years struggling with food and body image issues, and you're tired of having stress around food control your life, I'm here to help. Here on Finding Freedom with Food, I teach you how to step away from dieting, learn to trust yourself with food, and eat intuitively. Each week, I'll be dismantling unhealthy diet culture practices that are keeping you disconnected from your body's innate wisdom, and I'll be sharing my best tools, strategies, and mindset shifts to help you rebuild the peaceful, sustainable relationship with food in your body that you were born to have. In addition to this podcast, I'm always sharing free resources on my website, findingfreedomwithfood.com, and social. So find me at finding.freedom.with.food on Instagram and findingfreedomwithfood without the dots on other social platforms. Eating really can be effortless, pleasurable, and fun again. So if you're ready to get reacquainted with the intuitive eater inside of you, let's dive on in. Welcome back to Finding Freedom with Food. I'm Cindy, and today I want to talk about one of the most common concerns people have when they're at the place where they're ready to step away from dieting and learn how to apply the principles of intuitive eating. In the early stages of the intuitive eating journey, it's not uncommon to fear that if you stop dieting, you'll just keep gaining weight. When you've been following diets and food plans for so long, the idea of getting to a place where you can fully trust that your body knows how to keep you nourished and thriving without going overboard with certain foods can seem too good to be true. Now, since the number one fear holding many people back from starting intuitive eating is weight gain, I'm going to break down the truth about intuitive eating and potential weight gain. So stay with me as I talk about the various phases and some of the things you may experience as you work on healing your relationship with food. There are a couple factors I want to discuss that can impact weight changes in the early stages of intuitive eating. Now, where your weight is in relation to your genetically predetermined set point weight is definitely one of those factors. Now, another factor is compensatory eating and binge eating patterns brought on by restriction. Now, I discussed in a previous episode that intuitive eating goes hand in hand with the set point weight theory. This is the weight that your body wants to be at and where it feels most comfortable. And this is why we can't just pick a random number to be our goal weight and expect that weight to feel great and to be easy to maintain. Your body isn't meant to be at a weight that it can only sustain through restriction. And because our bodies have a predetermined set weight, they will continually strive to keep themselves within that set point weight range. Intuitive eating is the eating framework that will allow you to find this weight. And it's the weight where you'll feel best mentally and physically. So when you get started with intuitive eating, you may gain, maintain, or lose some weight depending on where your weight is in relation to your set point weight. So for instance, if you've been forcing your body to try and sustain a lower weight than it naturally wants to be at, you might gain some weight. It's actually a sign that your body is healing from restriction and disordered eating. If you've been struggling with binge eating or emotional eating, you may lose weight as your eating patterns normalize and you move away from those behaviors. 
Either way, the bottom line is that you'll start to recognize that you feel better mentally and physically when your body is moving toward and ultimately at your set point weight. As you start eating intuitively and are breaking up with food rules and making peace with foods you've been restricting, you may go through what's often referred to as the honeymoon phase of intuitive eating. Your body may desire more of those previously restricted foods, and this is in part because it doesn't yet trust that there's no diet right around the corner where those foods will be restricted again. Eventually, the over-desire to consume those foods will subside as you continue to tune into your body's hunger, fullness, and satisfaction cues. I promise there will be times where you will crave a salad or veggies over a cookie or ice cream, and that choice feels natural and effortless. Now, here's another way to think about it. Let's say you were swimming underwater and your lungs are at the point where they're feeling desperate for air. All you can think about is getting to the top of the water to take a breath. And when you finally come up for air, you involuntarily take big, deep breaths, right? I mean, your lungs have been so deprived of air that that intense breathing is really a biological reaction to the air restriction. They have to stock back up. Now, eventually, no surges of air are needed. Your breathing normalizes and it becomes automatic and you're no longer consumed with an intense drive to get air in your lungs. This is essentially the same thing that happens when we come off a diet. We initially may be driven to eat more of the foods we were restricting, but eventually, as you internalize and recognize that those foods are available, that they will be there when you want them, the intense cravings will subside. And it definitely becomes less and less compelling to have that food now or overeat the food when you trust that it's available when you want it. Now, this is a normal and honestly, it's a necessary part of the intuitive eating process. And it is why some people may experience some weight gain early on. Another thing to consider if you've been restricting specific types of foods is that your gut may need time to readjust. Our body's digestive enzymes can downregulate when we eliminate foods for a long period of time. So for example, if you've been restricting gluten or dairy, you may experience some bloating or some water retention as your body is reintroduced to those foods. Now, unless you've been diagnosed with celiac disease or some other serious food allergy, those types of symptoms can be very normal and not necessarily a sign that you can't tolerate those foods. You need to just give it some time. If you fear that you will just continually gain weight forever, I wanna calm those fears. If you're truly eating intuitively, this won't happen. As you become more and more attuned to your body and are honoring your hunger and fullness cues and you're eating foods that are truly satisfying your cravings, those cravings and eating patterns will normalize. Sometimes you'll crave a cookie because cookies are delicious and sometimes it will be a delicious, crisp, refreshing salad. What you'll find is that mindless snacking, overeating, and binge eating patterns are eventually replaced with pleasant, mindful, and normalized eating behaviors. Now, if you're not listening to your body, you may find you're stuck in the entitlement eating phase. This type of eating is driven by rebellion with little attunement to hunger and fullness, and it can be reactive and disconnected. 
This really is not a type of eating that's very satisfying, and it's often driven by an FU attitude to diet culture versus truly experiencing the taste of food or the entombment with your body. So it's something to be mindful of so you don't fall into this self-sabotaging pattern. Now, I get that it can be scary to step away from dieting when you've believed for so long that dieting is the answer. And it's tempting, and it's actually quite normal, to hope that there is one diet you just haven't tried yet, and it'll be the one that will work long-term. But what I'd like to encourage you to do is just to take a step back for a moment and consider your own dieting history. When you started a diet, what were your goals and expectations? How did you feel while on the diet, physically and emotionally? Was the diet sustainable? Did you struggle to maintain the weight loss after the diet ended? And have you ever gotten to a place where you can effortlessly maintain a weight that feels good to you physically and emotionally by restrictive dieting? Next, I wanna talk about weight cycling, which is also referred to as yo-yo dieting. This pattern of losing and regaining weight over and over has been shown to have negative mental and physical health effects independent of BMI. I'll include links in the show notes to some really interesting and compelling studies on weight cycling, including one that shows how weight cycling is associated with a higher risk of binge eating. Some other studies are showing some other undesirable outcomes, including the higher risk of osteoporotic fractures and gallstone attacks, loss of muscle tissue, also chronic inflammation, hypertension and cardiovascular disease, and diabetes. Diabetes often gets blamed on weight itself, but there's also research that shows a link to weight cycling. A 2019 study of more than 3.8 million adults found that the people who weight cycled the most were significantly more likely to develop diabetes within that four-year follow-up period than those who weight cycled the least, regardless of their baseline BMI. Now I share this information to convey the importance of working with your body versus against it to get to the sustainable weight your body needs to be at to function optimally and feel your best. So here are some things I'd like you to reflect on this week. First, how long have you been trying to control your body with restrictive diets? And how have those diets worked for you in the long run? And how might your life change if you ditch restrictive diets and instead focus on healing your relationship with food. When you stop focusing on weight loss as your number one predictor of success, you can start focusing on health promoting behaviors that will help you reach and maintain your ideal weight. One that is sustainable, that supports your energy, nourishes your body properly, and stops mindless snacking and binge eating. My goal is to support you in any way that I can. So if you could use some guidance with getting started with intuitive eating, check out my free resource guide. It's called Quick Start Tips for Getting Started with Intuitive Eating. You can visit intuitiveeatingguide.com to download a copy. There's also a link in the show notes along with other resources to support you on your food freedom journey. You really can get to a weight that you feel amazing at both mentally and physically, a weight that you don't need to micromanage and that you can maintain effortlessly within a range. While it is true that your body doesn't want to be below its set point weight, it's also true that it doesn't want to be above it. That internal thermostat can function if we allow it to. 
Now, I want to leave you with a reminder that you were born with all of the innate wisdom you need to nourish and thrive. While it does take effort to reconnect with that wisdom, it's worth every ounce of energy to find the freedom that you deserve. Okay, my friend, I look forward to continuing to support you on this life-changing journey. Have a beautiful week, and until next time, take good care. Thank you so much for listening to the Finding Freedom with Food podcast. Make sure to check out the show notes for any resources mentioned in this episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave the show a review and let me know what you want to hear more of. Leaving a review will also help others get inspiration, support, and resources to help them on their food freedom journey. If you found this episode helpful, share it on social media and don't forget to tag me at finding.freedom.with.food on Instagram and finding freedom with food without the dots on other social media platforms. And remember, you are not put on this earth to live life obsessed with what you eat and caught up in a never ending battle with your body. So keep focusing on tuning out the diet culture voices and turning up the volume your body's amazing intuition.